0: Welcome to the Lights, Camera, Rant Podcast. Your source for the latest on movies, TV shows, and video games. Get ready for ranting, raving, and reviewing. Here is your host, Lee.
1: Hi everyone, welcome back for another episode of Lights Camera rant, and for this particular episode, I have a very special guest. I have Andrew from Tickets from Two uh, joining us. How are you going, Andrew?
0: How's it going, Lee? It's great to be here. I'm really happy to be speaking with you. So I really do appreciate you taking the time to, to talk with me. I love it. Oh, I, I appreciate you having, having
1: you having on here. It's you know we've been going back and forth for a couple of weeks now. Um, trying to line up this episode. So obviously, for the time difference, it's uh, nine o'clock for you in America, and it's you know eleven o'clock. Uh, sorry, two o'clock to one thirty here in Australia.
0: Oh my god! I got your day started. How does that feel? Oh, uh, it's uh,
1: it's all right. I don't mind. It's like time-wise, yeah. fine for me. I can start drinking. <laughs>
0: it's, it's never too early to start drinking, though. No. <laughs> um,
1: well, that's great. Oh, and so we've got a whole big episode lined up for this, for this, uh, for this episode. So we're going to go into a Q&A, talk about our favorite movies, our least favorite movies, and then we're going to talk about our most pop, most anticipated movies this year so far and what's yet to come. So guys, stay tuned. It's going to be a really fun episode, isn't it, Andrew?
0: I'm so ready for it. Everyone who listens to us, they're going to have a yeah. good time.
1: Begin. <laughs> uh, thank you again for joining us. And so do you want to start? I'll start with a question and you want to do a question, Andrew?
0: Yeah, let's go right. for it. I love so,
1: it. So I know you guys did a Q&A episode a few, few uh, episodes ago,
0: didn't you? We did yeah. actually yeah, that was a great time where we were able to get questions from our followers and answer them on the pod
1: that was so good like I really actually enjoyed the episode but um, I was listening to the questions like oh I should be I should do this like this is a great idea <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's good to get a good idea yeah an idea of like what you like get the people more into your life and uh, get an understanding of why you started this to begin with so I, I like it I like being transparent that's kind of like my thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. That's why I put uh, on my podcast, I put E for explicit because I was like, I can't do an entire podcast without swearing. I'm like, nah, nah, if I want to be my true yeah. self and be transparent, I'm going to swear, especially if the movie's really shit.
0: We're trying to be as family friendly <laughs> as possible and like, avoid the cursing or anything like that, because like, when we upload our podcast, there's like an option saying, isn't there explicit language? <laughs> We're trying to not ever click that box, but no, I totally get what you're saying. Like sometimes it'll slip out.
1: Yeah. Oh, I I was talking about, uh, oh, I'll explain that later, but let's start with the first question. So Andrew, what is, uh, it's more like a two part question. So what is your favorite movies and what is your favorite childhood movie growing up?
0: And has that changed? Oh man, man, that's a good one. That's a good question. So for right now, like I'll get to the childhood, um, question but for right now my favorite movies are uh forrest gump is number one for me i really love that film all right great movie oh my god i I just love the historical aspect of it all i think it was fantastic uh second favorite movie is uh parasite i had a good time watching that it was funny when i saw that movie in theaters it was the crowd of south koreans like i'm the only non asian person in the theater (laughs) i was like okay this is so cool and i love it and then a third movie is Whiplash, and then my fourth favorite movie is Fences, with uh with uh Denzel Washington.
1: Ah, uh, yep, 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 Um, I I haven't seen Fences. I haven't seen Parasite. Mm-hmm. But Parasite didn't that wasn't that the first uh that won an Osc- Oscar didn't it? it? Was the
0: first uh, Korean movie? Yeah, yeah. you're right. The, the, yeah, the first, uh, the first foreign language film to win Best Picture.
1: Yeah, that's right. Cause I, I hadn't seen the movie, but I remember seeing all the news about, you know, it just won this award. You know, it's fantastic. Um, and the fact that it was the first one, even you saw everyone standing up, you were like, oh, that's a. Interesting uh, cast list. They like to
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, I remember that year that the, the movie was nominated too. I was like having a huge bet with my coworkers of like who's gonna win Best Picture because we love doing that every year. Me and my coworkers on like Oscar season, and I was like fighting so hard. Like I know Parasite's gonna win. I know it. And they're like, No, it's not gonna win. It's a foreign language film. Like just wait. <laughs> And then we get the announcement. I'm like texting everybody, like y'all owe me five dollars because that was the bet. So I will I, collect I, I, on Monday. So I, I made a little money there, but it was it was cool. I really recommend anyone to break down that language barrier and check out foreign language films in general. It's you'll be blown away by the artistic work that these directors do.
1: No, of course, and it's, and that's the thing is like these movies. You know, obviously we don't see them all the time compared to you know, obviously English movies. But the fact that some foreign films are completely fantastic, yet because of the fact they don't get that publicity, it's not you know as shown. Uh, I remember there was one movie, ah, oh, it, it one uh, I think one best picture was, uh, I can't remember the name. It was like Ronan or Roma or something the other way. It was black and white.
0: Oh um, yes, I know, I know which movie you're talking about. That was uh, yeah, I think you're yeah, right, it was Roma, black, black
1: and white film, and. It, um, and mm. I I watched that and I was like, this is, I was like, that's really good. But at the same time, like constantly having one eye up and one eye down to look at subtitles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that little wall, yeah, the little wall down there of, of words really does scare a lot of people away. But just like you, if you take that leap and you get in there, uh, you'll be exposed to so much incredible cinema from all around the world.
1: Exactly right. And some of those movies are 100% better than the crap that you see even, you know, with English movies as well, and you're like, well, I'd rather I'd rather watch the foreign ones than um, some you know some of the English-speaking ones.
0: Uh, oh, my God, yeah, and a lot of English-speaking movies are starting to take, like, the same story from everything that we've already seen before. So, like, it's it's getting super oversaturated uh, at this it point. It is, and they're like, oh, look, reboot. Oh, look, reboot, reboot. <laughs> a, a sequel to something we never wanted. Uh, like, Hollywood is just going taking a weird direction right now. I know,
1: and the thing is, like, it's... And, and have a look at the highest-grossing movie this year is the fact is a sequel. It is, you know, it's a... The, oh, my God, It's yeah. a sequel. Actually, the first no, three highest-grossing movies this year, all sequels. Oh, we're talking Gun, about yeah. Top Gun, right? Yeah, but I, I,
0: I, have you seen Top Gun? Yeah, day? I
1: saw Top Gun. I wasn't going to go see it, but... Uh, and then there those guys kept telling me, like, you need to go see it. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's not on my, it's not my list of watch. And I thought, all right, I'll go watch it. And I messaged straight away going, mm. this is fantastic. That was just so good. And then, like, you guys episode as well. You guys both agreed how fantastic it was.
0: Yeah we had a great time watching it it was it's funny because like we were in our episode we were ranting about how we wish there was like another like love scene just to make fun of the first one because the first movie top gun was like just like a soft core porn show man it was not even that great to watch it with your family so (laughs) i hope they make fun of it in the second one but uh, either way it's still a fantastic movie like you said yeah, $1,
1: $1 billion at the box office. Uh, oh, second geez. running is Doctor Strange on uh, $951 million. And then number three is Jurassic World Dominion.
0: I don't think Jurassic World deserves that title. I feel like people just went to watch a couple of dinosaurs, but we got like 90% of... People talking. Uh, I just totally trashed that movie in our in our most recent podcast episode. You did, I, I. like that. Oh god, yeah. And I
1: fully agree with you guys. Like,
0: I uh, and So it just annoys me because the fact
1: that I'm like, why is the why is a dinosaur movie that's built on like dinosaur and horror? Why is the biggest threat? Um,
0: oh, what was it? locusts? Why is that the threat? That totally threw me off. I was like, "What is happening?" Then, that that was not supposed to happen to me. I don't know. I did not like the movie whatsoever. Uh, nah. And then talking about Doctor Strange too, like I think they missed the ball on that one too. It, was, it could have been a way better film, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I, I agree with you on Doctor Strange too. I, I said in my review was that in the overall the MCU kind doesn't hit the mark. Kind of you know we were expecting a whole lot mm. more. But if, you're, if you look at just as, like, if it was just a one and two for Doctor Strange, not connecting to anything else, it's a solid sequel, in my opinion, to Doctor Strange. But when you add everything on top of it, it does let the bar
0: down. That's a great way to put it. I actually like the way you said that, because, like, yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, they could have done a little better, but like you mentioned, on the loan, if you just completely look at face value, they took risks. And I love it. I mean, we can talk about it now. I think everyone's seen it. Yeah. but like, Killing off characters and stuff like that. That was bold, so I respect them for that. Yeah, I, Luminati, what was... Just useless. Uh, Absolutely yeah. <laughs> useless.
1: I was, saying, yeah. I was saying to a mate the other day, I was like, i love to see where um, Mordo is like, oh, we're, we will conclude this session voting when they return. And Doctor Strange
0: is like, they ain't coming back. They're dead. They're all fucking <laughs> dead. And then he was warning them the whole time, like, yo, y'all need to start stepping up a bit because... Well, I'm just going to kill all of you. And nope, they didn't want to believe it, but I don't know. Nah. That's was, that was still good. But, anyways, I want to get back to it, though. Like, what yeah, was, right. yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. This is the up. point, right? We're ranting. It's in your name. And I love yeah, it.
1: Yeah, exactly right.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are your favorite movies? You know, like, I don't think we've gotten to that.
1: Nah, uh, so my favorite movie is uh, the Back to Future trilogy. That That's probably one of my favorite movies and, like, my childhood movie that I always loved. Jurassic Park. Uh, The very first one, and if if I pull it to like something more recent, uh, I would say the Dark Knight. Uh, Absolutely love the Dark Knight trilogy. You know, I can absolutely rant on how the fact that completely reinvented Batman, and then I can rant on how the DCU completely let down Batman in a matter of, I think it was uh, uh, eight years. Uh, (laughs) uh, um, (laughs) recent again is with Avengers Endgame
0: yes that was a fantastic movie yeah i had a good time there i I remember uh, it's funny when people ask like do you remember where you were during like a certain event in your life and i remember like the day i went to see avengers endgame like premiere it was like an out-of-body experience it it was something like i feel i would never you know go through through again in theaters i can't think of any other movie that's put me through like that emotional roller coaster
1: fully agree absolutely like i i was listening to someone the other day and they were you know they were trying to compare um they were trying to compare like top grossing movies to like you know saying how you know how top gun and endgame and i was saying the fact that i think for as long as i think this will always happen you cannot compare another movie even if it's you know makes more money than endgame You can't compare anything to Endgame because it's a completely different beast and animal altogether to any other movie that comes out. Because, you know, you had people cheering in the theater, yet, you know, people were screaming, and and then as soon as the movie ended, people stood up and clapped. I've never been in a movie like that.
0: (laughs) Me either. Like, I I remember the the scene when Captain America, like, lifts the hammer. Oh, gee, like, that was like. I was out of my seat. I almost wanted to jump up. I was like, I gotta sit down for a second. But oh, that was good. Oh. If, I, I, was gonna, I was gonna ask you for movies like these. Like, what do you think about like how much creative control directors have? Because I feel like Marvel has such a heavy like say in like what goes in and what does in a movie. Like, what do you think? Like, do you think directors have like control? Well, it's it's a
1: it's a hard thing to say because the fact that if you look at the past, look what happened with Ant Man with Edgar Wright and. Um, what happened with him, and then what happened with Scott Derrickson and uh, Sam Raimi with Doctor Strange 2. You know, they wanted to make a different movie, and yet, obviously, Marvel said, no, we want to go in this direction. However, you know, Doctor Strange 2 is still a solid movie on its own. You know, Ant-Man, you know, was still a solid movie on its own. I feel like they, I would say they would probably have 70% I would say seventy percent, and then thirty percent is Marvel. But then, if you look on the other side of the mm. fence, you have Taika Waititi, who's who apparently Marvel said to him with Thor three, go nuts, just go nuts, and look what happened. Mm-hmm.
0: I, won- yeah. I wonder if it's like their confidence, like the directors that they hire. because I, I agree with you, right? Like they're probably with the Taika, and like you're solid, you know, going your own with all these other guys and like we need to watch you a little more closely yeah. so yeah I, I agree with i agree with you it's probably a uh a, a, a trusting most more than anything
1: yeah exactly right and if you ever do get a chance there's a really good interview with uh um sam raimi and he said the fact that when uh kevin foggy came to uh, producing uh said to go direct dr strange 2 he said oh well you know i'll need uh, three, uh, th- uh, three assistants or something, and it was like three color people and four um, draw uh, like costume people, and then someone was sitting there going, "Oh, you know, you can't, you can't do that." And then Kevin Feige stepped in and is like, "No, no, you're going to get five color people. You're going to get eight. Like he doubled the amount for for Sam Raimi because he knew what he wow. was at the table. So and you see, you see that as well. How Kevin Feige had so much faith in Sam Raimi that he's like, nah, you got everything. Go nuts."
0: That's so cool. I, I, I'll have to check that out because I didn't. I never heard about that. That's good to know that Marvel actually does care. Then, like behind the scenes, more than the whole Warner Brothers yeah. universe. <laughs> I, I don't even know what we do at this point. Do we start fresh? Do we bring back? Zack Snyder's universe,
1: like, what do we do? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's just a, it's an effing mess, and I feel bad, because I feel like every time I've mentioned anything about DC in in my previous episodes, I go on that tangent and just bitch and moan about how shit it is. Uh, but uh, actually, good question. I was like, what did you think? Have you seen the Snyder Cut? I did. Yeah, yeah, what what did movie you think that? of that? I
0: did. I thought it was a masterpiece, and compared to what was originally done with Joss Whedon, uh, too long. But I think that's what Zack Snyder was, you know, going for like a long movie. Yeah, um, it was it was interesting how they split up into parts, but I loved it. I still did. I think it was really well made, and you can tell right away how much Joss Whedon messed it up compared to what Zack did.
1: It's it's just you know it just showed everything watching that movie, and I said to my mates when we watched it, I was like. How was this not allowed to be made? Yet we got that absolute pile of garbage from Josh Sweden. Uh-huh. And my biggest <laughs> thing is the flash scene. Who in their right mind said, Yeah, look, um, yeah, we don't need that. Just go save some Russians and that will be just as good of a scene. Like that will be fine. Some
0: random ass yeah, family, a, yeah. Random
1: ass family. Don't <laughs> get their names, all the fact that they're getting attacked by the parademons, and that's it. Um and the fact that, you know, even um, Steppenwolf looks so
0: much more intimidating. Oh, yeah. That was a really good upgrade compared to what we saw. Yeah, that was good. Uh,
1: that Yeah. And I was like, what? And then we got the black suit, Superman, which we were meant to get.
0: I don't know what they were thinking when Warner Brothers are like, oh, yeah, this is a good movie. Let's release the theaters. I don't know what they were thinking. But one thing that bothers me a lot from that Justice League movie is how during the Oscars, like that flash scene won like the most cheered like, audience yeah. reaction. Like there's no way that beat out either Endgame or Spider-Man, or there's no way it beat them out. But I N- oh god,
1: Nah, it's because uh, it's Snyder fans. Restore the Snyderverse people, they're nuts. And like, I when I saw that got done, I said in my episode at the time, I was like, look, I love the scene. It, it deserves praise. It should be rewatched multiple times. But I honestly, I can't tell you that beats all three Spider-Man swinging in together at the end of Spider-Man No Way Home. Like that, like that doesn't beat that.
0: Yeah. That's our childhood right there coming back together and you're going to vote for a flash slow-mo scene? No, come on now. I know.
1: I still love the fact that someone actually calculated that I think it's about 20% or a little bit more of the Snyder Snyder Cut is actually all in slow-mo. Like 20 or 30% of the film is all in slow mo.
0: Oh my God, yeah. Dexter yeah. has like a fetish for slow motion. I don't understand why, because nothing, like half of those scenes don't deserve to be in slow mo. No, no, trying to just meet, beat the time just to make it longer. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Don't, you don't have to stretch it out. It's already four hours. Like every time I think of myself to go back and watch it, I'm like, I can't be after, sit down and watch it for four <laughs> hours. You know, but then again, um, I'll go over, the, yeah, I'll, I'll go watch Endgame. I'll go. will watch Endgame again, um, but uh,
0: well, hey, let's not let's not bore too many of our people talking about Marvel in DC. I think we're. I, know. <laughs> I think you and I have such a critical view about these things.
1: <laughs> I know. But so, so what do you? So, like, pulling back. So, Forrest Gump is like your favorite movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that, that that actually ties into what well, my favorite childhood movie is too. So it hasn't changed. Um, I, I have a poster in my room of the movie Forrest Gump. I don't. Know, I am a huge history buff. More than anything, I love everything, you know, U.S. history, world history. And so seeing the U.S. events tied into a movie like this, that just was beautiful. I don't know. It's one of those movies or one of those things that you just can't put into words of why it means so much to you. It's like my comfort movie. And Every time I feel down or I need to pick me up, I throw that on and it's there for me.
1: Yeah, that's good to hear. Like, especially if a movie can exact that much emotion into you. And, you know, Forrest Gump, even the CGI still holds up right now, you know, between Tom Hanks and like John Lennon and when he's meeting the presidents as well. Like yes. that still holds up now. And the fact that, like, I, every time I watch it, I just think to myself, how was this going to be made when it was originally going to be, um, oh, shit, um, oh, I, he was, yeah, John oh, Walter, Walter. yeah, that's it. Yeah, I was yeah. was like, nah. Like no way, no way. This we've done so, you know, so well with John Travolta at all.
0: It's funny. I've never met anybody who's known this much about this movie than you. <laughs> no <laughs> one really has ever even seen this movie or knows any of this stuff. So I'm really impressed. <laughs> no, no,
1: well, uh, no, you're, you're welcome.
0: <laughs> but yeah, anyway, yeah, no, thank you. Um, no, but I,
1: I'm one of those people that I like watch a movie and like all right i didn't know i didn't i need to know more um i need to look this up and everything else into it and you know even the say even the scenes like you know it's like oh i will go get my sea legs lieutenant dan <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you ain't got no you legs, got no legs. you know <laughs> and it's such a it's such a quotable movie as well
1: yes exactly right and like i always love uh, every New Year's, I always see the picture of, like, when they have New Year's, Lieutenant Dan's sitting down and everything's celebrating. Um, and he's sitting down at the bar. Wow. I always love seeing that, like, oh, you know, when you're not celebrating with your friends.
0: That's how we all look. Yeah. That's how we all feel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um
1: And, you know, this movie was directed by Robert Zemeckis, who, you know, who, who directed um, Back to the
0: Future as well. That's right. And what I love the most about the Forrest Gump movie is the composer, Alan Silvestri, he uh, actually did the music for Avengers Endgame, too.
1: Yes. Yes, he
0: did. Yeah, so it's really cool seeing everything just come back full circle in some way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I know, right? And, like, between him, Hans Zimmer, and John Williams, like, they've made some of the most iconic themes of all time.
0: Oh, definitely. I think was it? Is it Hans Zimmer that's retiring after Indiana Jones uh, or the John Williams? John
1: Williams, yeah, you know, and I, that's right. I I feel like when I saw that get announced, I was like, "Well, yeah, he's gonna be ninety two years old when this movie that's comes crazy. out." <laughs> you know, so it's, you know, he's earned the right to retire if he wants to. Um, it was still surprising that he he did the theme for Obi Wan Kenobi as well, um, even though that wasn't really. A- massive theme mm-hmm. he
0: did that as well um yeah but still in, in general like i feel like these composers these legends I, there's, there's got to be a chance where if you have the opportunity to see them live or like do their shows live like definitely go do it i think that's one on my bucket list to see like i mean not anymore john williams maybe Hans zimmer live because that's right. gotta be a sight to see
1: oh i i fully agree with you like i i would lose my absolute shit to hear the dark knight theme live <laughs> in concert. I,
0: I know I remember at Coachella this year, this past year they had live the composer who did Spider-Man 2 and they did like the, all like, the entire soundtrack <gasps> with, with, with the whole orchestra at Coachella. So something like that, oh I would have died to be there. Oh, D-D-Danny, Danny Danny Elfman. There we go. Yes. Yeah. That's he, crazy, yeah.
1: And he also did the th- he also did the music for uh, Dr. Strange as well
0: that's right. They they did bring him back. Yeah, I know uh, Sam's uh, Raimi and yeah uh, Danny Elfman. They're they're close friends. Like he does most of the, I think the soundtrack for Evil Dead too. If I'm not yeah. mistaken,
1: yeah, he does yeah. too. Yeah, so, um, I think if you go into Danny Elfman's Spotify, I think it's the number two. The I think it's uh, number one is I think Spider Man. Spider Man one obviously trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, he originally did the Batman theme mm-hmm. with Michael Keaton.
0: Wow, wow. Yeah. that's crazy. And then I
1: think the next one, yeah, I think it, it could be, I think, Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: I'm telling you, man, I'm learning a lot from you right no. now <laughs> too, that I've ever learned. <laughs> so this is pretty cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing all these down right now, taking notes. <laughs> uh,
1: no, it's all right. I'll send you a transcript. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, there
0: we go. I'm going to frame that whenever you send it over. <laughs>
1: um, but no, its uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, it's interesting how, like, when you look back at these movies and you start connecting the dots and you're like, wow, that's the reason why I like that movie so much because, you know, it's the same composer or it's the same director, you know, and um, I, mm-hmm. I yeah, I love Forrest Gump and I haven't seen Fences and I haven't seen Parasite. And what was your fourth movie? Whiplash. Honestly, oh, Whiplash. Uh, Miles Teller and... Uh, J- uh, it's not J.K. Simmons. J.K. It Simmons, is, yeah,
0: yeah, J- yeah, J.K. Simmons, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not J- Jonah Jameson yeah, that's, from yeah. Spider Man. <laughs> Every time I
1: see him, I see that, or what I see is uh, Invincible.
0: That's right. His iconic mustache is just everywhere. Yeah,
1: ex- exactly right. That's all the two things I see, I, I, and I try to th- try to remember his name properly.
0: <laughs> that's yeah, but. Uh, what well, I'll say about Fences, I feel like if you ever get a chance, it's a slow movie for anyone listening. It's a slow movie, but it's a, it has a lot of heart, it has a lot of passion, and it makes you really love everyone in, around you. It's a, it's a great family movie that makes you appreciate more of what you got. Um, so if anyone has mm. the chance, the opportunity to watch Fences, it's it's a great, great sit-down movie, so highly recommend.
1: And that's with, the, uh, you said Denzel Washington?
0: And Viola Davis, yeah. Viola Davis actually won uh, Best Supporting Actress for that movie. Oh, wow. How old is it? Yeah. I, I, I believe it came out in 2016, uh, s- uh, 15. Uh, I, I remember I was like younger when I was, saw that movie. But now you got me curious. So I got to find out. <laughs> oh. oh, 2016. Yeah, okay. Great. So I, I was I was in that ballpark. I
1: oh, I'm just writing this down right now. So he's thinking, like, all right, maybe recommendations <laughs> to watch.
0: For anyone listening to, like all of our favorite movies, Your Dark Knight, I'm pretty sure everyone has seen, but you can watch that over and over again and everyone will love it, no matter what. Yeah.
1: Uh, one movie I tell everyone to watch that some people haven't seen is The Prestige. Have you ever
0: seen that? Oh, yes. I've seen The Prestige. Beautiful. Oh. I love it. That That's another Christopher Nolan film, right?
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it is. Uh, it, uh, yeah, it is with uh, Hugh Jackman um, and Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. And I, I sometimes feel people mm-hmm. when I talk about it, like, what's that? I'm like... If you have to ask me what that is, you need to go watch it. It is... And then, when I'm like, when you watch it, you need to message me and tell me what you think of the ending.
0: Well, I don't know what the ending was. I did see the movie, but I don't know what the ending was. It's been been a while. The ending
1: was, like, how the fact that, like, he couldn't figure out how he was doing, how Christian Bale was doing, how he was appearing in two places. So then Hugh Jackman... Oh, um, ...actually met uh, David Bowie. Um, David Bowie, who's actually in the film, he plays Tesla... Uh, And a trivia fact for anybody, Mm -hmm. uh, Christopher Nolan sent the script to David Bowie and David Bowie declined. So Christopher Nolan, he actually went to David Bowie's house and then spoke to him about the role because he was like, I want you for this role.
0: Wow. That's so good. Rest in peace, David Bowie, because
1: that was interesting. I didn't know that. No, humbling. RIP. Rest yeah. Absolute legend, absolute <laughs> legend. Um, but you know, right at the end, he creates that machine so he can appear in different, two different places, and you realise that he's been killing himself every single time because he's been making a real clone of himself.
0: Interesting. Wow. Okay. And then you don't find oh, that's mind blowing.
1: And you don't find out to the end uh, because it's actually Chris, uh, Christian Bale who kills him. That he actually tells him the fact he's had a twin the whole time.
0: Yeah, okay. It's so all coming back to me now. Wow. Yeah. No. Yeah, definitely. If anyone needs to watch a a good like a movie like that, yeah, prestige definitely hits the spot. I love
1: it. Yeah. Even though it's like slightly spoiled just now, you <laughs> should to watch it.
0: <laughs> we should have given a spoiler warning oh, for a second. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: spoiler warning. If you go this far in the episode, spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> left. Right. Center. Yeah. I haven't actually had someone come back and say to me, "Oh, why just spoil it?" Because I'm like, my episode's coming out on Tuesday. When new new films obviously come out on Wednesday and Thursday, so I'm like. Look, if you if I'm spoiling mm-hmm. it for you, you're too late.
0: <laughs> it's funny because like, we've gotten complaints about that. We've, we've actually been told, uh, like, why did you guys spoil the movie? Like, like because like, like uh, we mentioned, like we review every new release that comes out, and so whenever we talk about it, we've got people telling us like you guys should give us a spoiler warning. or now I can't listen to it because I, I want to see the movie in theaters. So yeah, we've we've gotten we've gotten quite a bit of uh, a talking to. <laughs>
1: really, like. I, I I don't understand. Like I don't Like you've clicked on the episode. It's in the title what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Like- and for anyone <laughs> listening, if you haven't already, you guys need to jump on tickets for two. Their podcast is fantastic, and your episodes are great. And you guys go into so much detail. Um, it's well worth of listening to every single time. And because of that, I'm like, well, of course you're going to spoil it
0: that's what we do like we're a movie review show we're not gonna spend like yeah 30 to 40 minutes on you know spoiler free review but you know people people have you know their right to their opinion and right to say whatever they want so we just take it you know (laughs) off the show and we're like okay we get it but we know what we're doing (laughs) but thank you very much for the praise you know we, we love your show we love what you do we love your page, and that's why we're, we were more than happy. Unfortunately, the second half of tickets for two couldn't be here. He's on vacation with his fiance, so we get, we're, we're letting him have the, the weekend off. <laughs>
1: uh, well, I, I hope he's in, I hope he's enjoying it, and uh, I do hope that you know we can do a collab in the future, and obviously have all three of us. Um, whether regardless of who shows it on, I think that'd be so much fun. Um, but I was more than happy with the fact that I still got one half here.
0: <laughs> oh my god i'm happy to be here like i'm here to represent the team i'm here to represent the pod and yeah definitely thank you so much uh, you're most welcome but we're not done here yet we're nah. not done here right? Nah. okay <laughs> so what is uh what is your least
1: favorite movie oh, sorry. what's your least like You think that movie is just awful it's trash and, and you can't stand to watch it
0: Mm, that's a good one. I think for re- most recently it was Jurassic World Dominion. I think that movie was an absolute trash bin of a movie. I didn't like it one bit. But if I am to go back into thinking like what is a movie that I think is absolute garbage, uh, I really dislike um, the second um, Amazing Spider Man movie with Andrew Garfield. I think the first Amazing Spider Man movie with Andrew Garfield was good, but the second one I that I didn't think that was good at all. Really. Yeah, so I I will be on that controversial list there. You can put my head on a pike, but I did not like that one. <laughs> um,
1: I um I look, you can tell which you know Andrew Garfield's going on record as well. The fact that they're just they the simple rule of cramming too much into it and not letting the movie breathe. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and the interesting thing is that with that movie, it also has one of the most saddest death scenes, which you know had the biggest payoff in Spider-Man No Way Home.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, without yeah that callback to man poor Gwen and her, and her yeah. neck. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, I did love how they did that in No Way Home. How they pretty much re- let him redeem himself and and all that. But one thing I that I wish they did because I know there's a lot of controversy around that movie and people love it, people hate it, but I really wonder what was going on behind the scenes because I know if you've seen that deleted scene about the image of Spider-Man 2 when Andrew Garfield meets his dad. And yeah. I, I feel like they should have kept scenes like that in the movie, and that would have been way more powerful. So I wonder what else they cut out. I really wonder what else they didn't include. But, yeah, that to me, that's one of my least favorite movies out there.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, well, actually, another deleted scene that cut out was actually MJ there's actually scenes where MJ gets introduced and they cut those scenes too.
0: That's right. That was showing Woodley was yeah, supposed yeah. to be MJ, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. i so much they could have done to make it way better, but in my opinion, it didn't come out so good.
1: <laughs> nah. And, like, I, you know, until, uh, to my credit, is, like, until Spider-Man No Way Home, I'd actually never seen uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Like, I knew of the death scene, but I actually never watched it because mm. I was one of those people that, you know, when... Uh, Because I was so excited for Spider-Man 4, it got announced, you know, Tobey Maguire is my childhood Spider-Man, just like how, you know, uh, Hugh Jackman is my childhood Wolverine and Christian Bale is my generation Batman. Um, And yeah, when Spider-Man 4 got cancelled and we got this new Spider-Man, I was like, oh, you know, that's not Tobey Maguire, blah, blah, blah. And I I remember seeing Amazing Spider-Man 1, yet... Yeah, you know, nothing. <laughs> like it was a good movie, but nothing got me to the point where I wanted to see a second one. So when the second one got announced, it came out. I never saw it yet. How I saw everything—the fact it was trash, uh, and the fact that um, you know it was too mulled up, and the fact that you know in just a couple of years, uh, you know he got recast with Tom Holland. Uh, actually, another tr- trivia fact. If you a trivia fact was the fact that so Spider-Man Two was coming out roughly, I think the same year as Avengers. And there was a brief moment where the fact that Oscorp from Amazing spider Two was going to be in Avengers, and they were going to and they were going to connect the universe. However, I think, however, that didn't come to the task and they kept it separated. Which you know, hindsight
0: is fifty fifty. Lucky they did. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how like these things happen, and it all it's all for the better. Like I'm pretty sure like, in that moment, like 2012. I think like the direct like Marvel and everyone there was like so excited. Like, oh, we could have had Spider-Man in this one, blah, blah, blah. Oh. But the payoff, uh, it was still so good to you
1: know, ten, you know, Nine years later, the payoff was so much worth it for both yeah. of them coming on screen. <laughs> uh,
0: so I have a question for yeah. you real fast. Um, I'm curious. So I want to know, uh, what's your movie that you think doesn't deserve the hate?
1: <sighs> oh, it doesn't deserve the hate. Oh, that's a good, that's a good question. I thought you were going to ask me what I think is a terrible trash movie, and I was going to say, don't, don't, don't look up. (laughs) Don't look up is.
0: Oh, that's true. That that was a bad movie.
1: (laughs) I've never, like, I can't, before that movie, I can't think of another movie where I'm looking on, this is utterly crap. This is awful, and I feel sorry for all these high grade actors that signed on for
0: this. And for Adam McKay to come, to come off of Vice and the big short, oh. oh, yeah, that was such a bad movie. Oh,
1: it was just so bad. I'm like, I'm like Lino DiCaprio, you just pumped out uh, a long time, uh, what was it, a long time in Hollywood, oh, yeah, a story in Hollywood, and this is what you... Yeah, well, sorry, what's for
0: oh, a time with this? Yeah. What? <laughs> but, yeah. Well, So I'll, I'll answer the question first, because then I want to know yeah. your answer. So I think, personally venom the first one i don't think that one deserved all the hate i think that movie with talk with tom hardy did a great job in it i think they did a good job talking about you know being the whole anti-hero um that was to me a movie that didn't need that much backlash
1: nah i agree with you i agree with you i fully agree with you venom i well actually hang on what about venom 2 what did you think about venom 2
0: Oh yeah, no, that was true. Oh, okay, so, okay, we will we, we, we'll yeah. talk about that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but no, I agree with you. Venom didn't deserve. I, I still think Venom for itself is a solid movie. Yes, there could be things that you could have worked on, but like it doesn't. Yeah, you know, I didn't. I didn't Mm-mm. leave the theater going, "Oh, that was awful. That was, phew, that was shit." <laughs> um, but I would say one movie I agree that probably doesn't deserve all the hate would be X Men Three. At the top of my head.
0: Ooh, you know, okay, yeah, that's a that's a deep cut uh, there. I
1: like that um, because yes, it is not how you should have finished the trilogy. However, yeah, there was some still great scenes. You know, Kelsey Grammer killed it as Beast in the movie. Um, you know, we got that giant fight scene at the end. You know, you got to see. You know, even I still think all the scenes with Gene Gray being the Phoenix was awesome, especially. When Wolverine's trying to get to her and his skin's peeling mm-hmm. off, and you can see his bone, the metal antimony underneath. I think that's a great. Sorry, excuse my dog. Uh, I think that's. A, <laughs> uh, I think. Oh, no, uh, it's <laughs> absolutely fantastic. You know, Hugh Jeffkin killed it. Um, but yes, did Xavier die? And that started the train where that would be the first, I think, three times we've seen Xavier die since then. Um, but. Yeah, I think it doesn't. That doesn't deserve as much hate no. as it should be good. Oh, actually, no. Another one is Wolverine
0: Origins. Okay, I totally agree with you there. I think that that movie was actually pretty good. Yeah, no, you're um, right. That you're doesn't.
1: Right. Yeah, that doesn't deserve much hate. Yes, because they fix the CGI just a little bit. But you gotta admit, this in the tank scene when they're putting the adamantium into his bones, like that's such a killer scene, and that's like mm-hmm. straight from the comics.
0: I believe Schreiber just killed as Sabretooth. In my opinion. Oh. I think that was such a good casting right there.
1: Yep, that was yeah good. And I love the flashback at the very start too. How they're going through all the different wars,
0: right? As brothers, like that to me was like such a unique concept and a unique idea. I love when movies take those kind of creative risks. It pays off a lot. I love it.
1: Yeah, and it paid off through the, through the whole movie. And then you then you look back and go, Ah, so there you guys fight each other in the beginning of X Men. And you have no idea, it doesn't seem like Sabretooth has any idea who you are either. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that, yeah, I'd say Origin doesn't deserve so much hate. Um, yeah, that's probably the very two that come straight at my head. Uh, nah, I was going to say Batman v man, but nah, there's no nah, that deserves some hate.
0: Uh, yeah, hold on, I think I would have exited the podcast right now if you said that. <laughs> I would have just said goodnight. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm out.
1: Nah. <laughs> no, I I dislike that movie, so man, I just it was similar similar thing. They tried to cram too much into it. Um and um oh mm. sorry, pull back one second. Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man two, that was meant to launch. Uh, that was meant to launch Amazing Spider Man three, and that was meant to launch a Sinister Six movie. And then they also wanted to make a Spider Gwen movie from that as
0: well. They, they, Sony has all these ambitious plans But I don't think they realize How bad they are at making movies oh, they, I, don't know, they don't. I don't know where they They don't, I have no idea I don't know where they get these like Trash directors from like these Bottom of the barrel kind of places But oh, they just can't make a good one I think the only thing they done right Was the Into the Spider-Verse think, Or or, uh, um, Yeah, yeah that, that, oh. that made a one Yeah, how good is that? Yeah Oh, that, that, to me, is up there as, like, one of the best superhero movies with uh, Logan and Spider-Man 2.
1: Yeah, oh, don't get me started on Logan.
0: We could be here for another, like, two hours. Ooh. That's I'll join you, man. No. That movie could just be broken apart in, like, every single bit. I love that
1: film. It, you, re- you really can. And I think, uh, just yeah, real quick, Logan, you know, I don't uh, tell everyone I don't consider that to be a superhero film. I'm like, no, that's, no, this is an action, like, an old Western kind of movie. There's really nothing super in it at all, except probably the last little action scene. But besides that, it's just a really good <laughs> down-to-earth, you know, the last rider kind of movie. And, you know, especially if you watch it in black and white, it's fantastic.
0: Oh, yeah, I love how uh, James, uh, was it James, uh, James
1: Gold? Mang- uh, also
0: directing, also oh. directing the new Indiana Jones. That's right. Yeah, I, I have good trust in him as a director. I love how this entire podcast turns into just like two Marvel fanboys just talking about <laughs> everything in regarding to Marvel. <laughs> I, I know. I know.
1: Um, uh, it's well worth it. That's, yeah, that's why people listen, right?
0: That's why they come <laughs> that's to they us. Come. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, uh, going on to my next question was mm-hmm. uh, was Do you. What's your, like, guilty pleasure kind of movie? Like, a movie that, you know, it's terrible, but it kind of still makes you laugh.
0: Oh, wow, man. You're asking the good, hard-hitting <laughs> questions. Yeah. I think... uh <laughs> You put me on the spot for this. And this is, this is cool because, like, I mean, currently, everyone knows I'm stalling right now to think about it. But I like how, like, you didn't send me any of these questions ahead of time. So no, like, you no. put me on the spot. Now, if everyone's yeah.
1: listening, we didn't send each other the questions uh, at all, and before this episode started, we, we only spoke for about a good, like twenty minutes, just trying to get everything ready. So we didn't mention anything what we we're gonna question wise.
0: Uh, yeah, see, I think one movie that I put on. Wow, um, so, so it's not a bad movie. It's not bad. Like people don't think it's bad. But I think one movie that I, I do put on a lot is The Incredibles. That.
1: Heroes. That is a that is the best Fantastic Four film.
0: <laughs> yeah, That's the that's, that's what Fantastic Four should be. Yeah, is the Incredibles. You're right. I like that. Uh, to me, that that movie does bring back to my childhood. So it's my little guilty pleasure. Where and it's such a it's such a kid movie. And I am not a kid anymore, but at heart I still am. So I, I always put that back on whenever, whenever I get a chance.
1: That's a great movie, and I I can completely agree with you on why you do that. Yeah, and. Well, you know, it is a kids movie, but then when you realise the fact that Syndrome has been slaughtering superheroes for, like, multiple, like, months and everything, and then, <laughs> you know, with robots, you know, it kind of gets really like, oh, it's a little bit dark. But, uh, no, The Incredibles, I remember I saw that in the movie theatre, I thought, this is so good. You know, this was such a good Pixar film, um, yeah. which actually you guys, speaking of Pixar, you guys had a great discussion on the current state of Pixar films because of the fact that you went to so Lightyear.
0: That's right. Yeah, when we went to see Lightyear and we came out of it, we were talking to ourselves about, is this really the direction that Pixar is going to start going to? Are we going to start getting, like, uh, a Woody origin movie, you know? Like, like <laughs> where, what are we going to start getting next? And we started talking, like you mentioned, um, our, our, our episode, we started talking a lot about what is Pixar's, like, peak? Did we already pass it? Are they on the decline of films? Like, like we talked about in our, in our show i think soul was the last great movie that they were able to, to punch out because i was not a fan i don't even know the good dinosaur i do not even know what that's about but i wasn't a fan of like oh. any of any of these recent ones that they, they dished out
1: if you if you don't know how to like emotionally yet but if you do watch The good, good dinosaur like it, it's, that is just that's pure Pixar and it's just sad it is it is really sad at some points in that really yeah. like it's Short version, it's about obviously a di- little dinosaur, um, and it's all about the fact that he, um, he loses his parents and he's on a journey to try and find him. And I'm pretty sure I think it gets sadder towards like halfway through that like he like really can't find him, or I think something worse happens. I haven't seen it in a while, but like it just gets sad at, you know, really sad at one point. And soul. You know, it's funny, Soul, I only flicked it on because it was on Disney+, and I watched that with my partner. And we both really liked that.
0: It was great. I remember watching that, too, uh, when it first got released. And it gives you such an existential crisis of, like, is what I'm doing right now in my life what I want to do forever? It it makes you think. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, well. My life is a complete waste
1: right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: said, I gotta start something new. I gotta go somewhere else. Yeah, I really gotta do
1: something. But um, yeah, as it uh, it has Pixar peaked. That's probably you know, like as you guys said, that's a really good question because you know, like as you mentioned in your episode, you know, Wall E, you know, peak five as five star film, um, and you know, so it was up. You know, and like just how fantastic those films are. I think probably I would say actually. I got to re- actually before uh, my next question, and we'll lead into this. But uh, a guilty pleasure for me film is uh, I still laugh. It's actually only like a mm-hmm. recent one. Is have you ever seen the
0: room? Yeah. Oh, Tommy Wiseau. Okay, oh, like, yes. So I, I have not seen the room, but I saw the, the one with James Franco and like, that's a,
1: that's a really good movie. But yeah, if you guys do get, please re- review the room. So I've watched it a couple times now, and it's it is the single worst movie of all time. But it makes me laugh just how crap it is. The acting is terrible. the The inconsistency of the scenes is terrible. There's funny enough. There's three sex scenes in the in the film at. Yeah, right? It's meant, to be, <laughs> it's meant to be one girl and two different people, but it's the same sex scene with the same girl and the first guy.
0: Each
1: each each time. And oh they're saying it's somebody else.
0: <laughs> I love how like the room has become like one of those movies where like it just it's so bad that it's actually pretty good. And I think that's like the route that Morbius tried to go Oh. It was all all the memes and all the jokes about it. And it's moment like, time, yeah. <laughs> and then Sony's like, "Oh, let's re-release it in theaters." People are making are you know talking about us. It's like, no, do you guys not have like a social media intern to tell you that it's not a good thing that we're making fun of it? But yeah, I love how the room has become like that—that that kind of movie where you 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 understand what you are getting into. And you enjoy it, but with Morbius, that's just absolute garbage. I've never even <sighs> seen it, so I'm being a hypocrite. But from the clips yeah. that I have seen, uh, I, I don't even want to bother wasting my money.
1: Nah, nah. I went to the movies to go see Morbius because, like, I was like, no, like, it's, it's, obviously being a movie critic, I'm going to watch it. You know, and Jared Leto isn't a bad actor. You know, this is his second stab in the superhero genre, and it was just. I, I don't, the thing is, I don't get Sony's mindset. I'm like, who the fuck is saying yes to all this? Because, A, it was delayed, it was meant to come out in 2019, I think. So it's been delayed multiple times. They did reshoots. And the fact, like, halfway through the movie, it feels like someone said, we need to wrap this up. So everything speeds up right at the end, it goes really quick. There's scenes in the trailer that aren't in the movie. And just to top it off, that um we're at the end, spoiler for anybody: Michael Keaton's vultures in it,
0: right? Yes, that's right. And yeah, they did a huge clickbait with their marketing when the scenes were like Spider-Man in the trailers and everything. They, and then the Oscorp Tower and. Everyone's like confused, like, what universe are we in? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they ruined it completely for everybody.
1: The director doesn't even know. He's like, oh, you know, I can't tell you because, you know, yeah, I'll get-. <laughs> I'm like, you have no idea what universe this is. You don't, you don't even effing know. Because you know how in Spider-Man now we're Home, how everyone got, everyone got drawn to Spider-Man? Apparently, for some reason, my yeah. Lutheran's vulture doesn't get drawn to Spider-Man. He falls into this universe.
0: It makes no sense. And I, and I just love how, like, so there's a lot of room. I'm like, who would go again, guys? Like, we're talking about all <laughs> yeah. over again. But, like, I, I know, like, there's, like a, a, like, a theory out there that, as we've seen in the Doctor Strange movie, when you have universes that collide, you could create an incursion, which yeah. leads to, like, the destruction of a universe. So people yeah. are saying that Kevin Feige is going to try to use that to destroy the Sony universe because, like, oh. due, to, due to, like, an incursion. Because I like, Michael Keaton
1: jumped in there, so yeah, <laughs> that'd be funny. Do it, do it. I I had a massive theory for Doctor Strange. I was like, you know what would be an? I was telling my mates, remember an absolute power move. And I was like, if they were jumping through the universes and they actually just for a brief second that they don't j- pass one with Superman, and Batman, I'm like, that would be su- That would have been such a power fucking move.
0: Oh, yeah, like, just to show that DC and their... Yeah, TV, yeah I like that. would have been a I'm good like, one. <laughs> like,
1: that would have been awesome. But, like, it would be good if they destroyed Sony. Like, Sony, like,
0: just sell Spider-Man. You, you can't do it. I don't know why they're holding on to it for dear life. Money. Like, at this point, it's like an, it's money and probably a huge, like, F you to, to, to Disney and, like, Marvel. That's uh, yeah. not it's not right. <laughs>
1: pretty, pretty much. I'm like, the only reason... You know, Spider Man movies are so popular right now is because the fact that Marvel makes them. All you do is pay for the marketing and production. That's it. Um, mm-hmm. But no, like my question. My question was leading on to that from the sorry back for Pixar. You know, if their call is going down, is that do you yes. think that they we're past the COVID effect in cinema? Meaning, like with you know how the dip in Pixar films. Do you think that's because of like the COVID effect, you uh, with you know everything that happened that's happened in the past two years, and do you think with Spider-Man No Way Home and Top Gun that people right, and then now is now it's almost normally like everyone's going out now, no one's more shy about going to the movies anymore.
0: That's a good question. So a couple of things, right? In my opinion, I think the COVID effect was is huge right now, and it's, it's still in effect. I think a lot of people. Are not really afraid of necessarily coronavirus, but people are just more weary and more aware of like what they're going to spend their money on to see in a the theater. And I think being at home, being through pandemic, everyone was able to like take their time to realize why did I, you know, why would I go to a the theater to watch a movie that doesn't matter. So I think what companies need to focus a lot about is how they market their movie. So like you mentioned, Spider Man: No Way Home, Top Gun, all these films were had like raving reviews and incredible word of mouth and yes. with light with light year just by word of mouth people were like shooting on it and saying how oh, it's a bad movie don't waste your time and therefore like nobody went to see it so people are going to start taking public opinion really seriously now due to this whole covid effect because i think before covid everyone would have flocked to see light like wow it's your buzz oh, yeah so yeah. I, I definitely think marketing is gonna for sure now be the next big thing. And I'll, not only that, but the fear that these companies have, and from like Rotten Tomatoes, I feel like I feel like every chance a movie gets, if Rotten Tomatoes certified freshes it, they will slap it on like every commercial on TV. It's certified oh, fresh, yeah. certified fresh. So they're super afraid that if they don't get that, people are not gonna go watch their movie. So COVID definitely had an effect on how these companies and directors are going to start pushing their films.
1: Oh, I, I, I fully agree, you know, and it's almost like, as you just said, just then it's almost like the fake pull back, like going to the theaters, you know, like 15 or even older before, you know, without you know, so much the internet being so big, you would have just gone on reviews. You would have just gone on word of mouth. You know, you wouldn't have gone on online and seen all these other opinions and everything. You're know, going to see a film. Um, You know, you'd had a make on. oh, look, I just checked out, blah, blah. You should go Mm -hmm. see it, and you would have gone. Like, you know, look at the absolute success that was the first Top Gun. You know? uh, Yes. um, But yeah, Yeah. Lightyear... (sighs) (laughs) Probably what also didn't help Lightyear is the fact that did get banned in, like, 21, 21 countries.
0: And for no... I mean, in my opinion... Um, I don't think it deserved to, but, like, I understand, like, you know, every country's different, but... If you went to see the movie and you see that like point five second reason of why it got banned in other countries, um, I feel like maybe I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't. I don't want to say too much on <laughs> here because <laughs> no, 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 whatever no, no. your opinion is out there, let's just say I agree. <laughs> just to make everyone happy. <laughs> nah,
1: no,
0: no. I have seen, I've seen
1: the scene on TikTok because I saw someone post being like, you know, imagine filming a scene for only five seconds and then getting banned in twenty one countries. For a 90-minute movie. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, who knows? I mean, Disney has money to blow, so I don't think they could care at all whether or not they get banned in any country.
1: No, no, they did Because, you know, like, as you guys said in, uh, in your episode, it's going to be on Disney Plus, you know, in a, in a month's time anyway. Um, but, no, like, I think I think the cover effect is definitely um, still present. And like, as you said, I think the recommendations, podcasts like ours definitely builds upon the fact of what movies you should go see and what you don't go see. Um, uh,
0: yeah. We do the heavy lifting for you. We watch the bad ones and the good ones. So, you know, what Yeah, like do. we saw
1: <laughs> Morbius and Don't Look Up, which was absolutely garbage. But for some reason, Don't Look Up got into Best Picture nomination, which I thought was I'm like, are you freaking kidding uh, me? I'm like, how is that? How is that best picture, but you don't put Spider-Man No Way Home in it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was undeserved, undeserved. I feel like with the Oscars and the Academy, I think they are very afraid of putting in like comic book movies in that category. I think the last time we had an, an, a win was, I think, Black Panther for costume yeah. or visual effects. It did. And then we had, yeah, we had Suicide Squad for costume. We had, yeah. obviously, Heath Ledger for Dark, Dark Knight. But so yeah. whenever you start putting those movies into Best Picture, I think that they're they're a little iffy of like the diminishing the quality of of I guess traditional film. Because yeah. I think if you if you throw in a comic book movie in there, it's like a, is that an insult to like everything else? I don't know. I don't know. I I don't think it's an insult. Like I
1: think it's more the fact that like if if the movie holds up, because like I think with Black Panther, right, is the fact I think if. Because that lost Best Picture to um, Bohemian Rhapsody. I think if Bohemian Rhapsody wasn't didn't come out that same year, but you know, Black Panther would have won. But because of the fact it came out the same year, but like I, mm-hmm. I always have this argument. That like if you slap on saying you know this is based on a true story or it's a biography or something like that, in my opinion, it's like well everyone's gonna be drawn to that. That's gonna win everything, even though if the movie's absolutely shit because of the fact they put on it saying. Based on a true story, or it's a biography, it
0: will <laughs> automatically win awards. That's true. And that's a good point that you make there. But real fast, I know we were just talking about like coronavirus and everything. I want to get you know people more into into depth about both of us. So like you started your oh, podcast, during yeah, Dynamic, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Right? Um, uh, I so we were in Australia in my state, of Victoria we had some of the very harsh lockdowns um it was oh, so much fun you know and like i was saying i've seen it before you know we could not leave more than 5k in our house only like a shopping center was open or where you could just get you know, your regular food or a bottle shop you know that was open thank god um anything <laughs> else would be closed down or you could only do online shopping and I was talking to my mates, because we do a similar thing, uh, which, like, as you were talking about before, is, like, we would go see a movie, and we would chat for nearly half an hour after the movie, to the point where our partners drove separately to the movies to come see it with us, because they didn't want to wait a long, wait, wait after the movie, so they could leave, because we would still chat about it, and I would always say to my friends, like, wow, you know, why don't we just stick a mic in front of us and just chat, you know, even, though list- even if you have one person listen to you, that's one other person that... You know, you've reached out to and you're speaking to. And I thought, you know what? I'll do it. So I ordered a mic off, uh, off Kogan. I researched how to start it. And I think the biggest thing was just trying to figure out the freaking name.
0: The name is the hardest part, man. Like, I can't tell you how much time we spent going back and forth on so many names. I think we still have a list somewhere of, like, all the original names that we wanted to do. <laughs> it's
1: funny. So, like, how did you guys, like, start all this? Like, what, Uh, like, you know, because you guys just
0: started earlier this year. That's right. We did start in April, um, earlier this year, and we had the idea because every time a new movie would come out, I think it started really with Batman that was released like in March and Santi and I, um, we would go back and forth about like how much we love the film. We went, we talked deep into like the thematics and to the, the, the score into the script. And we started talking more about like, why don't we like, like you, why don't we just start recording our, you know, our conversations and uploading them. And he's all like, nah, I, like, like, you would never do it. I'm like, I'm down if you're down. It's like, well, I'm down if you're down. And so that is what led to the birth of our show. But, yeah. Aww, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you, man. Like, it's been a good journey so far. We love it. We're having a good time. We're meeting people like you. We're meeting uh, Nerd Dose Podcast. Like, good good community here. But, but, yeah, like, when it comes to the naming, oh, God, him and I had, like, the most intense discussions of, like, what we wanted. And so... <laughs> It was fun. It was fun. Well, so, so tell me about your name though. Like how did you come to your conclusion?
1: Uh well it like I fully agree with you. I had a whole list as well and it's hard because you know, it becomes your brand. Like, you know, that's the thing that you want people it's gonna yes. be easy to say, you know, and the thing is you're also gonna search and make sure that no one else has it as well. Um and you're gonna make you know, and then from that you're also gonna make the logo and you're gonna make sure the logo it's easy to remind. Yes, the local that's the yeah. match. <laughs> um, no. So originally, um, so originally I thought about I because I, so I loved Marvel so much. You know, I originally was looking at being just a Marvel podcast, uh, but then I was like, you know, I thought, oh no, that mm. limits me too much. So then I thought, no, I want to branch out to you know, regardless of anything, movies, TV shows, and video games. So I had names like. It was like the the Morgan experience because that's my last name. It was, um, it was like the Morgan equation. Mm. Um, f- yeah, I don't know it was, uh, was oh. uh, film. It was like film something Morgan or hour or power hour or something like that. And then I was talking to my mates and I was like, "Well, what do you, you know, what do you do with your podcast?" And like, well, yeah, we you know we rant for hours after we go see a movie and. I'm like well, it includes the amount of ranting, and I was like, "Oh, well, I was like, you know, lights, camera, rant." And I was like, "Done, all right, sold." Like, the, so then I, so I looked in that, and then I looked nice. uh, so many different podcast websites to make sure the fact that no one else had the name, which lucky enough, no one did. However, to my to my credit, if you do type in "lights, camera," it does come up with like a. 80 different podcast names for obvious reasons um but as far as I <laughs> tell, no one had that name so then once i sell the name i went onto a website called fiverr or fever i still can't pronounce it right and it's like a independent service where you can get where you can uh-huh. get people to make logos for you or you okay. know, if you're doing exams they'll you know they'll look over your exams and tweak it or they'll make um you know your, your resume like it's just all bunch of services that people offer that you can enlist them. So then I went on to that, got the logo made. And then once I did that, I started recording. And 56, 56, 57 episodes later, um, here I am. Here
0: I am. Uh, Wow, what an amazing (laughs) journey you've come through. That's such a cool thing to hear. Thanks. really appreciate
1: it. What was like some of the other names that you guys were going to have?
0: man so just like you you were saying like it it was so hard to like think of a name that wasn't already taken because anytime we come up with something we just input it in google and if it comes up like already as a podcast like we're like oh god the name's taken already so we came up with things like like uh the spotlight or 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 or, uh um both of us were were uh were different ethnicities so we wanted to name ourselves like the Minority manner, The Minority Report, uh, like, 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 we were trying to come up with as many names as possible, I did roll off the tongue, and then, uh, and then they would all be taken, like, we even thought, of like, Popcorn Time, but that was taken, and then, uh, eventually, we started thinking of, like, well, what's some things that you say when you're, like, at a theater, or what are some things that you say uh... when you're gonna go see a movie, so... Um, I, I came up with saying like, well, what if when you go up and you know it's you and you know your friend or your partner or whatever and you are like, oh, tickets for two for this movie and, or, or two tickets, please for this? and um we kept going back and forth with, with the with the name, like the wording and like where you know should we, should we be um two tickets, please like that was a, that was like one of our finalists, so, like two tickets yeah. please. and then uh, we're like, oh, that's too long. And so at the end we're like, oh how about tickets for two. And here we are now. We're TFT. <laughs> so, and no,
1: um, that's that's so good. Like, um, I I do I wouldn't think about that either. Like when I saw your name, I was like, oh, I I get it, but I wouldn't think to you know when you you know obviously when you go get tickets here you know, in, instantly.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so we wanted to be more of like the the like the how, how you did traditionally. Like you, there would be like a ticket booth. You'd go up to it. You know, I mean, we we wanted to kind of Once bring back sort of. Yeah, like like a, like a nostalgia feeling to people when they used to go up to you know ask for tickets, instead of like buying them on your phone, and then the whole issue came with our logo, with our you know how we're gonna brand ourselves. So I took that upon myself, so, like all the artwork on our Instagram, on our on our Spotify, uh, I do all of that. And it, it took a long time to get at the idea. I mean, if you look at our picture, just two stick figures. So, you know, you, you might think it didn't take that long, but it took a no. while to come there.
1: <laughs> no, dude, it totally works because the fact that obviously anyone who uses Instagram is the fact that when your stories, obviously you need that to stand out. Yours stands out a lot because of the fact it's fully orange compared to everybody else's, and not to mention, you know, you guys are only obviously start in April, you're only, you're nearly on a thousand followers on Instagram,
0: congratulations. Oh, thank you, man, I really do appreciate that, but give Santi you, all the praise, yeah. he, no, no. Santi does all the outreach. He, he does all the communications. He does all the social media work. So really big thanks to him. I'm on the back end making all the artwork to give our page like a theme, like a certain look and a certain color. But yeah, Santi does a great job at, at giving us where we are. But hey, congratulations to you too. You hit 600 not too long ago. Now you're what 630. You're like yeah, yeah. Right uh,
1: no, thank you, thank you very much. I I have a mate who um he's uh I don't know if you see it's called Mark My Words. And he um, he's one of my best mates, and he started. We he actually he started his own gaming channel because he would he were talking, and he wanted to do that as well. So I said, "Go do it." So he started his own thing as well, and now we're we're both like neck and neck with our followers. So like I call I call him a running mate. So <laughs> Both of us are trying to hey. reach that thousand as quickly as possible. So we're both looking at each other's pages, and we're both like just trying to you know, break that, uh, that, you know, that glass ceiling. Um, thank you very much. I was very happy to hit 600. Uh, and I appreciate everyone who does follow, obviously, and everyone who does chime in and talk. Um, it's interesting. I was like, I don't know if you ever, have you ever looked at your analytics on Instagram to see where most of your followers are?
0: Um, so we, I have not actually looked at that. It's a good question. It's a good point. I should probably figure that out. But when we look at our analytics for our podcast, it's funny, like most of our listeners are overseas, like across the pond, or or, or we have people in Africa listening to us, and we're like, really? oh, okay, I guess, yeah, yeah, we're we're reaching reaching out to some people <laughs> all over the world, so yeah, yeah, we, we, we do look at that. How about you? Like, what do you, what do you see?
1: Uh well, it's funny enough, like I fifty three percent of my audience is Australian, but then forty, Ooh. but like my Instagram. Uh, on the flip side, majority of all my followers on Instagram are all America. Australia is number two. So it's a it's a reverse on my podcast. And then from the United States is 44%. And then Germany, then the UK. Um, the most recent that I got surprised about was Portugal, Mongolia, and
0: Iceland. Wow, look at you, Mr. Worldwide (laughs) right here. I was like, yay.
1: I was like, huh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Which I all appreciate. Everyone listening from those countries, you guys are fantastic. We Uh, love you. Yeah, we love you. And Iran and the United
0: Arab Emirates. That's so interesting. Yeah, it, whenever you, we take a look at those numbers, it's kind of baffling to see, like, how far, like, we're actually reaching. So, it, it's, one, it's, one of, yeah, it's one of those things that's, like, you never thought you'd get there or, or you'd get here, you know, having this kind of outreach. Um, we, we started off as a dream. We started off as a hobby. And now here we are now. So, it's all mind-blowing, to be honest. I know,
1: I fully agree with you. And it's, I think one of the most humbling things I was, I think I was telling, uh, the nerd guys as well is the fact that like, you know, you've, you know, it doesn't matter if you get one play to a hundred plays, the fact that you've reached somebody in a completely different country, you know, and the fact that they're tuning into your podcast, they want to listen to you. They want to listen to your opinion. They're following you. You know, that just means so much, especially in a country where English isn't, you know, English isn't the first language.
0: Yeah, and we, we'll take it. <laughs> like, we'll, oh, yeah, al- we'll take it, As, as long as our yeah, our show gets out there, uh, we're happy. We're happy that we can entertain. We're happy that we can inform. Um, I, I know, like, our big thing whenever we make a show is we want to make sure that you learn something new every time you come listen to us, uh, whether it's, like, one thing or two things, but we want you to come and be at your safe space. Like, that, that's kind of how we want to show ourselves, like... If you if you're having a rough day or whatever, come listen to our show and I'm sure you'll be at ease or I'm sure you'll laugh a couple times because <laughs> that's how we started. You know, we we started our show because we wanted to entertain and give people something to, to listen to. So here
1: we are. Exactly right. And have a look. Yeah, you know, look how far you know, obviously, you, know, you guys have come, I've come. And I th- it's so nice when someone comments and you start that conversation with them. Especially when they're like, oh, you know, i just listened to your episode, yeah, I agree with you, or I disagree with you, and you just, you know, you've made a friend, or you've made someone who really doesn't like what you do, they'll still <laughs> but they'll still listen, yeah. just to
0: correct the argument. <laughs> it's funny, because uh, in, in, in our area where we reside, um, there's one other person that does this kind of like movie review sort of format i'm not going to say his name he doesn't deserve (laughs) the recognition because like he's 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 our silent enemy like he's the only one in our area that also does this and we're like oh we gotta beat this guy he doesn't know it but we're like enemies (laughs) (laughs) so we have some competition that we're trying to overcome
1: yeah oh hey the thing is Competition just builds you, to, you know strive further. If you've got no bar, then you know you'll just come complacent. But if you've got someone you're running with, it just pushes you that extra mile.
0: I agree with that. That's actually a great way of putting it. Real nice. I like that.
1: Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, but now that's you know I look forward to. you. I've subscribed to you guys' podcast. I listen to you every time, and not to mention, you, know, you guys also reached. Uh, because I look too deep into everything, you guys just reached ten views, uh, ten reviews on Spotify. So your ten comes up
0: now. Yes, we, we saw the little number pop up, and we were like ecstatic. We're like, wow, this is again like something we never thought we we would get to. So. Thank you very much. I really do appreciate you calling us out like that because we're happy about it. And um, you, you're, you're going doing so well. 57 episodes all by yourself, carrying this thing on your back. That is a feat that not many people can say they've accomplished. So good for you, man. Like, we love your show. We love your page. We love what you do. And, and it's, it's amazing to see what you've done.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate it. I, it's, I, when I realized the fact of like, oh, yeah, this is episode 57. I'm like,
0: holy shit. <laughs> you gotta take a breather once in a while like you're just pumping out these episodes it's crazy uh, no,
1: i know uh, i i may have told me i haven't missed a single week for 57 episodes I haven't missed a single week um probably the most like most is like i usually my episodes really usually release about four o'clock australian time i think only one time i think i was coming back from holidays and I, my episode came out i think about three or four o'clock in the afternoon. So I had to mm-hmm. pump it out that morning. So I was really like, did the whole episode and I did all the editing and then it's like smashed out right there and released it because I was like, shit.
0: So, so how is your editing process? Do you just record and upload or do you record taking time to fix it up or how do you do it?
1: So what, what I usually do is I usually write out my entire episode, like all the dot points and obviously my dot points on what I've been watching recently and then what I do is I start getting into the episode, I go through all that, and then um, once I finish it, I'll listen to it all through Anchor, and I'll edit anything that I feel like I need to cut out. And then once I'm happy with it, I slap on the intro and outro, and then uh, I think it's all good to go. But um, usually the, what takes me the most time isn't so much the editing, it's just getting down all the news and then my points, what I thought about that movie or the TV show, and you know, the last few weeks... You know, I've been trying to uh, trying to review the boys, Miss Marvel, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yep. Um, you know, and, like my episodes go up to like sixty minutes, and like shit. I feel thank you for anyone who listens to all the way to the end,
0: because like
1: <laughs> holy crap, because like you no, know, my partner won't listen to me for that long. Uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs>
1: um so yeah that's probably the hardest thing to probably the hardest thing is just try to write it out and get ready um to record and then another thing is thanks to my lovely little jack russell who likes to obviously go past or finds a bone or something and then starts eating it behind me yeah just can guess guest appearance <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of episodes where you can hear him in the background <laughs> uh, how about how about you guys like how do you guys like plan out your episode?
0: Yeah, so we do have our schedule that we are finally coming to the end of, of our very first schedule that we had put together since April. And we are t- currently in the mix of putting together our schedule for the next two to three months. So we definitely want to include you in there, and we want to bring you on Woo! to an episode of our show. Yeah, we would love to have you on, because all three of us would be a bigger dynamic, and I feel like it would be great. But, yeah, so we-, we have our schedule. We go see a movie. Um, I take notes during the film, um, he doesn't, but that that way I can remember a lot more. We come home, we type That's up all a good our idea. notes. Yeah, um, I f- I found that it works a lot. We type and once we type up all our notes, we send it to each other so we know like what we're gonna piggyback off um, during our show. So then we we fire it up, we record, and at that point we're just off the cuff. Um, whatever happens happens. Whatever we say is what we say. And yeah. it took a while to get here because at the beginning. Um, when we compare our first episodes and there's like, a, a, uh, like a little bit awkward cause we're still getting used to speaking and now it's just, it just flows. So yeah, that's what we do.
1: No. And like, it, honestly, your show does flow very well. I, I still even think from your very first episode it flows, uh, well, you guys have the advantage of be- bouncing off each
0: other <laughs> like myself. Who's like, I'll just laugh at my own jokes. <laughs> but that's one thing that we respect so much is that you're that you are able to sit down and talk for an hour and not many people do that not not many people can do that so the fact that you do biggest praise and that's why we're i mean we're honored to be even featured on your episode today it's it's incredible Uh,
1: no no i'm just happy you guys had the time that's the most thing is uh, just try and work out this time difference <laughs> with international. <laughs> um, but no, like, I I actually don't do any note taking. I ha- during the movie um, I sh- probably should I probably should do that. I, I, I as soon as I finish watching a movie, I like keep it all in my head, especially all the points I did like or dislike. Um, do you find because you've been doing this for a little while? Do you watch a movie now and like still enjoy it, or do you find sometimes you, you're like looking
0: at like a critical eye? I love that question because Santi and I ask each other that all the time. Like, are we going to start getting bored of going to the theater? Like, because we, it's, you know, now almost a job. Um, so for right now, we could say that we still enjoy it. I think that the movie going experience is still high for us. And we don't see it as a chore. And we're having a good time. I think the, the last, that when we went, went to go see Lightyear, um, I had a good time in the theater and I didn't feel like I was, you know, doing it for, you know, a hobby so how about you? Do, you do you feel like it's
1: becoming a chore now or, or what do uh, you think uh no i not feel like becoming a chore the only movie i think recently that i felt like as a critical prick was for <laughs> uh was for jurassic world like that yeah. <laughs> watching that i felt myself being critical but then i thought to myself after i was like no, no no that was bad no that wasn't me looking at like too much critical, like, no, that was actually bad. Then, <laughs> on the flip side, because I saw Jurassic World and Top Gun the same weekend, is I saw yeah. Jurassic World first, then I saw Top Gun. Yet when I saw Top Gun, I was completely blown away. I didn't look at it in the critical eye at all. I was just so immersed in the film.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's good. So, you, so you're still having a good time watching these movies.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I haven't reached that point yet, especially when you go see... A Marvel movie, I'm like completely zoned in, and I like I I'm not looking for the error or you know this is oh that was pretty bad you know I'm still like yeah. fully immersed into the universe. Uh Even when I saw Doctor Strange, I was like still so messed with everything going on, and then I was like yeah this was a bit bad yeah this was a bit bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um,
1: but no it's 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 really good and it's yeah it's amazing how far you can come you don't really know how far you don't realize how far you can come once you start launching on something like this. And I, I tell everybody that, you know, if you want to do a podcast, go right ahead. You know, it's so easy to start one. Like like myself, like I like literally still record just on my phone. Um, I really upgrade everything up around it, you know. And there's people that would go to, like, Comic-Con and everything, and they would have, like, a little set and a mic and everything to record while they're there. And then they post the episode that day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I was just saying, like, we, we talked to each other, Santi and I, about that, about, you know, having a, a panel at Comic-Con is one day the goal, one day the dream, but <laughs> we'll see if yes. we ever get there. <laughs> yes, I would, so,
1: the dream is to go on to one of those premiere for a movie, and, and, you know, and then interview people, or go to see the movie at the premiere, like, I see the yes. premiere for, like, Doctor Strange and Thor, and I think myself. I think I would lose my fucking mind if I was there. I'd be just be having
0: my drawer open the whole time. G- getting that first-hand experience, yeah. Like, it'd be incredible. So, hey, let's hope that we get there. I mean, I'm definitely going to... I mean, Santi and I are definitely going to be hoping that you come along, you know, as, as far and far as possible because... Yeah, you're doing great, and we hope that you know we, we both get there. We'll share panels together. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll do it all.
1: <laughs> see you at the top. There we go. I love it. <laughs> um, did you have another question, or did you want to move on to the next segment? Yeah, let's move on. All right. So the next of this is we're going to be looking at what were our most anticipated movies so far, like a reflection of the first six months, and what is yet to come uh, for the next six months. Cause you know, it's obviously we've only got six more, uh, six more months of the year's end, and there's still so much coming out. So at the very beginning of this year, what was your most
0: anticipated movie for the, so far? Yeah. So f- from starting in January, um, uh, for me personally, I was really anticipated for the, the Dr. Strange movie and for Batman, um, obviously two superhero films. Um, we get it. <laughs> <Sorry> <laughs> um, for me, um, Doctor Strange holds a special place for me. Like, kind of in my childhood, uh, I grew up with like the Marvel video games that were um, on the GameCube, and my, and I played with like, my brother. And then I'd always pick Doctor Strange as a character. So, really? Movie, yeah. So when this movie came out, I was like all hype. And if anyone dares to listen to our Doctor Strange podcast episode, it's just me talking everything about, like, the history, the, the spell. <laughs> remember. Yeah, so... Um, I was really inspired for that. But in regards to, like the what we're looking forward to in the next six months, uh, for us, or for me personally, I should say, um, it is Avatar, The Way of the Water, and then I'll re- I'm really, really curious to see Damien Chazelle's uh, Babylon. By the what? Uh, Babylon. Oh, Babylon, oh. Yes. Ah. Uh-huh. Um... Yeah
1: uh real quick what do uh-huh. you guys think of, what do you think of Batman
0: well we absolutely loved it we gave it out of five we gave it a four and a half out of five it was absolutely well made I feel like the more um I dive into it the more we dive into it there is so much things that um that Matt Reeves was able to pick out and like actually feel like it was a twist like all these riddles and all like this detective work it it felt like a really well grounded real Batman.
1: It felt good. It, it, I fully agree. Fully agree yeah. it was like that. Um, I, you know, I was, I said in my review was the fact it doesn't feel like a superhero film. It more feels like, you know, an extension of, like, Saw. You know, if someone... Oh, you know, yes. As in, because what the Riddler was doing, you know, or an old movie, like, and, like, um, like, an, like those old, like, 90s, like, detective movies where they're trying to, you know, the bad guy's one step ahead, the cop's trying to find the killer, he's leaving bo- you know, body parts and everything like that. It felt like that, like a detective thriller, more so you're watching a superhero film.
0: I, I, I love that, how, how you broke it down like that. I totally agree. It was not really a superhero film. It was, yeah, everything that you explained. Oh, wow, that's a really good analysis of it. I
1: like that. Yeah. Oh. oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, did you ever, I I... My biggest thing was: Do you believe the runtime was worth it, or do you believe they sh- they could have ch- trimmed?
0: I think it was worth it. I, I I feel like everything that we saw was a treat. I think it was. It felt like a kid on Christmas. Everything that we were given, um, the way that they were able to give us our stories for the penguin for for uh, Catwoman, it was spot on for me. I think any shorter, it would have felt like it was rushed. So, what do you think? Yeah.
1: I, my thing was, that I think you could have trimmed it a little bit, okay. but I still like the fact it was full three hours. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'd love the fact that it was three hours. Um, cause like, I thought it was going to end when, um, Falcone got shot. I was like, oh, okay. So this is going to be it. And I was like, oh wait, no, there is another 40 minutes to this. <laughs> <laughs> Another 40 minutes to this. Um, but I, I don't know if you've ever played the Arkham games.
0: I never did. Asante is a huge fan of us. I wish he was here, but uh-huh. I definitely have not.
1: <laughs> but, like, if you... like, Have you ever seen, like, um, Arkham Knight? Like, have you ever seen... Gotham oh, yeah, and
0: the, that. yeah the gameplay and all that all the work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's that
1: that in the first opening scene for the batman showing Gotham i had that vibes to it i was like yeah like yeah this is this is definitely Gotham for some reason it's always raining don't know why it's always raining in Gotham batman <laughs> no
0: you
1: know and just how the music was so good the intense fear and with everyone and, you know and i had to eat my words i had to eat my words i thought Rob Passon was going to be shit. I said it in my podcast as well. I was like, I've got no hope for him. That's (laughs) bored, You know, and then I started my episode. I was like, I'm wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. Hate me for it. He actually did a solid job.
0: At least you were brave enough to admit when you were wrong. A lot of people would just keep riding that wave. So good on you.
1: (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, thank you. I was like, oh, God damn it um i my mate mark his video was review started with oh the son of a bitch did it
0: <laughs> that, that's such a great way to start too. like wow i can't believe yeah we got what we needed and like oh yeah everyone just kept talking about like oh it's the twilight guy it's this and that the vampire boy like oh man. yeah out of the park yeah. loved it
1: 100 percent. but did you like would you still be happy with that or would you have liked to have seen Ben Affleck's Batman version that was meant to happen with uh, Deathstroke?
0: Yeah, so, oh, so that's where I'm conflicted. Because like, I would have loved to see um, Joel Manganiello's Deathstroke, but I just was never, ever sold on Ben Affleck's uh, Batman. I never was. It was funny because like, I was at Comic-Con the year that uh, um, Justice League was announced. And I was, I was, I was uh, right there in the crowd, like two rows away, from um, Ben Affleck giving everyone handshakes. And I was like, oh, wait, 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 <laughs> but uh, it a second. But uh, I'm so we were...
1: jealous that you get to go to Comic-Con. So uh, jealous.
0: You can still come. I know you're across the way, but it's not <laughs> yeah. always a possibility. <laughs> I know, it's a bit more of an effort. <laughs> yeah, That's true, that's true. And when, when we were there um, and we saw, like, the, the Ben Affleck Batman, I, I wasn't sold on it. So I'm actually pretty happy that we got this Matt Reeves over the Batfleck.
1: Yeah, I... I yeah, I didn't like the fact that Ben Affleck's killed, uh killed in Batman v Superman, but I would have liked I think more so just seeing Deathstroke on the big screen, I would have still liked to see that movie um like as in an action action point, seeing him go up against someone as tactical awareness as Ben Affleck's Batman is instead of, you know, fighting the Joker or fighting, you know, the Riddler and like, Catwoman you know, know, Penguin who can't fight back to him and versus someone who can actually go toe to toe with him, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, But I still, I still like the Batman. I can't wait for the sequel. I can't wait for this world to be enriched. I really hope they do a tackle uh, Mr. Freeze. I think Mr. Freeze would look fantastic in this world. And I oh, do, yeah. and but I kind of want them, I'm happy for the Joker to be in the sequel, but I don't want him to be the main villain. I feel like that's something that you could end like the third movie on.
0: I agree with you. I feel like um, that would be a great way to introduce Mr. Freeze. I feel like that would fit really well into this. I, I know like well, we ended this Batman with everything flooded. So just to imagine like Mr. Freeze freezing all the water to, you know, a high level. I don't know the The ideas are out there, but yeah, you're right. It would be cool to introduce these new characters. But what What are yeah. your anticipated movies for the year?
1: Um, oh, Doctor Strange was because of like Wandavision and everything, and like as as like as you said, like the first Doctor Strange was so good. I can't speak more highly of it, you know. And Bennett Cumberbatch was a fantastic choice as the character, you know. I'm um, really glad they got to make that work because he was almost not going to play the character because he was in like a schedule conflict with. um, uh, What is it? Uh, Sherlock? Oh,
0: that's uh, right, yes.
1: He was shooting at the same time, and I think he completely embodies the character. And obviously, after Spider Man No Way Home, I had this really big expectation for Doctor Strange.
0: Sadly.
1: And. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, man. Uh, uh, but, like. I still love Doctor Strange, and I think uh, out of all it, what, uh, Elizabeth Olsen was the MVP for that movie. She, she absolutely nailed at every scene that she was in, and she's not dead. 100% she's not dead.
0: Nobody ever dies in Marvel.
1: <laughs> no. Oh, actually, no. Quicksilver does.
0: Oh, you're a like Quicksilver
1: Gwen. <laughs> We're talking yeah.
0: To
1: <laughs> yeah, he dies and doesn't come back. And he, when he does come back, it's a different actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but it was, for me, it was Doctor Strange, um, Batman, because I had my curiosity. Um, and then uh, Thorfall, which obviously goes where it's majority is it all Marvel. Um, and then, actually, now this was annoying because what I actually was looking forward to was the Flash movie. You know, because this oh. was meant to come out this year cause, because of the fact that uh, Michael Keaton was returning as Batman, Ben Affleck was going to be in it. You know, um, just seeing Michael Keenan's Batman got me so excited. The fact that we're going to do the Flashpoint Paradox, um, which uh, are you aware of? that's uh, that's comic books. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um,
0: I, I love how you talked about in your, in your in your podcast about how Ezra Miller should not be the the Flash.
1: <laughs> nah, nah, and I, nah. I, he's just fucking ruined it for himself. But that was I. At the very beginning of this year, I don't know if you remember, but I remember seeing promos and everything saying DC's like, 2022 is the year for superheroes. And then like three weeks later, they popped out saying that all these movies got pushed back. I'm like, you guys are shit. You guys yeah. like, Warner Brothers are shit. But the Flash movie, I was so excited for to see And then that got pushed back. But uh, besides that now is Black Panther, only because of the fact of the curiosity of, like, how are they going to tackle Chadwick Bowen R.A.P.'s passing, and how are they going to explain what, how, why he died after Endgame?
0: Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that will be actually pretty interesting to see, because I think that comes out in November, I think, right?
1: It does,
0: and it's going to yes. go right
1: up against Avatar. Now, I... Now, I'm not overly excited for Avatar. I will still watch it because I, my biggest thing is, is it going to come anywhere near as close as the first Avatar? Man, that's
0: a On good surface. question. That's a good question. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, what, uh, uh, how much money did the first one pass? Uh, over a billion,
1: right? Over, over, over a billion, and it, it pains me the fact that it beat Endgame. Just by a small sliver, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Only by a small sliver because the fact that they re-released it. That was just petty. They should, that was just mean of them to do that. <laughs> that's why. So Endgame had the title, and then they re-released it again and made a little, bit more, and a little bit more money, and they did it in China. So that's why they got the extra boost over it. Oh,
0: that makes sense. Oh, they're smart. Like we may think differently, but those people are smart to get that money back.
1: Yeah. Fully agree. So Avatar uh is two point billion dollars at the at the box office. Oh, two geez. point sorry. Two point eight hundred and forty seven at the box office. Avengers endgame is two point seven nine seven.
0: Wow. They're like right there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they're, like, right there, and, you know, that's where what annoys me to this day that Avatar's still number one, because, like, I liked Avatar, but I didn't think it deserved to be the highest-grossing
0: movie of all time. I think, with, yeah, with the, with the hype that Endgame had, it should have been them.
1: Yeah, that's, like, the more deserving one is Endgame, yet Avatar, you know, a lot of people, when you ask them now, like, oh, oh what is, no one, I don't know anyone who says my favorite movie of all time is Avatar.
0: <laughs> it's true it's just one of those movies that are like you had to have seen but it's not like on anyone's top list that i know of avatar
1: definitely doesn't deserve it at all and not to mention actually they're re-releasing it again
0: for what i don't understand for what reason would they want to do that is it just to get people like, excited for the new one yeah they're
1: apparently they're re-releasing it later this year but like james cameron is going to update all everything visually
0: I really doubt it's gonna be like anything, like incredible. But uh, it's another money grab. God, James Cameron, you're so good at this. Oh, I
1: just because of the fact he wants you know to be Avatar, Titanic, um, to be you know Av- Avatar is number one, Titanic is number two. But uh, I honestly, I just, I don't know why they're re-releasing it again. Um, but you know, from the trailer that we saw from Avatar, which was at the beginning of Doctor Strange, yep. um, it looks really good, like visual, visually stunning.
0: It was funny because like when I went to go see Doctor Strange, I didn't get the trailer, <laughs> so I was freaking oh. out. I was like, "Where is it?" Everyone was talking about it, but yeah, when it was released online, I saw it. And it was really good, gorgeous movie.
1: Oh, you didn't? Oh, I didn't get the trailer. I. I Oh, that's yeah, so It hurts. <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm
0: getting robbed of my money right now. I came for the trailer. <laughs> I want the trailer. I always said it to
1: everybody. I was like, yeah, we're still going to make sure we're there early to watch the trailers. And I was like, don't you see, don't you know everything that's coming out? I'm like, yeah, but I want to see it on the big screen. <laughs> yeah, I want to see it on the big screen. Um, but yeah, that was probably. Yeah, that's probably my top movies that I'm looking forward to this year. Probably the next one down is probably Black Adam. Probably seeing, yeah, seeing uh, The Rock play as anti hero. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see how that's going to do because obviously, being The Rock, he's going to have so much creative control over this movie from, you know, distance himself from Warner Brothers. Um, you, know, the, you know, how this movie is going to be made. Because The Rock has been. Attached to this project, set to Black Adam, I think since two thousand eight.
0: That's crazy! Like, like wow, 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 taking it this long and get this far. Okay, I like it. It's like, that.
1: Well, I hope it's, it's good, good now. Yeah, I, I hope it's gonna be good. But yeah, like he, he's, um, yeah, like rumored and attached to it for like this long, and I always love when he says, "Oh, the hierarchy of the DCU is about to change." It's like. What competition do you have? What? Yeah. No competition.
0: Well, Shazam? Uh, uh, what, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, Shazam, which uh, that's still coming out this year. So the Flash got pushed back, yet Shazam got pulled forward.
0: Someone at DC needs to get fired, I swear to God. Yeah, just
1: fire them all. You guys are all <laughs> shit. You need to do a full reset. And you know, Shazam is going to fail. Shazam! Shazam is going to fail because of the fact it's going up against Avatar
0: 2. Oh my god! Like, why would they think that's okay? But the other thing I'm curious about is like, why how these companies, um, they decide on release dates. I really wonder, like, what is like the process behind that. I,
1: I, I would love to know that as well because you know it's funny how we've got you know Doctor Strange has come out, um, okay. and then you know, like two months later or a month and a half later, we get. Thor, and then you know, we don't get another Marvel movie for another three to four months because Marvel Panther comes out in November
0: mm, okay
1: you know and we know why Top Gun got you know, Top Gun got pushed back multiple different times you know they finished shooting that in 2019
0: but I love that because Tom Cruise was like I'm not going to make any movie ever for streaming services like all my movies are going to be for the theater so I really like that about how Tom Cruise was
1: yeah, I'm glad you kept pushing. I'm glad he kept, push- I'm glad he kept push- pushing for it because it was well worth it. Um, and you know, and obviously what we saw. So you know, and then you have you know, look on the flip side, and you look at all the controversy that happened with Black Widow.
0: But I mean, I don't even consider Black Widow as part of the Phase Four for Marvel. <laughs> like it's one of those movies that has gone to the wind right now. Like uh, I don't oh. pay attention to it. <laughs> It, it
1: really has it should have come out between uh, Civil War you know it, it, sorry between Civil War and Infinity war it should have come out. Um, the mm-hmm. best thing that came out of that was uh, her sister um, Elena. That's the best thing that came out of that movie, but I don't know anyone that's going to be like, "Oh, I can't wait to go back and re-watch Black Widow." <laughs> it's
0: just, but yeah, the only thing that came out was her sister because now we have like the whole Thunderbolts probably getting planned. But, yeah, other than that, that movie does not exist in my mind.
1: <laughs> no, I don't know how it's part of Phase 4. Um, are you, actually, speaking of anticipation, are yes. you looking forward to the fact that uh, Marvel is coming back to San Diego Comic-Con, and apparently there will be announcements, which Kevin Feige has said, is going, is going to be clarity on where Phase 4 and Phase 5 are going to be headed?
0: Yes, I'm excited for that. I was, uh, I was at the Comic Con when they announced, um, Infinity War and, like, uh, back then it was, uh, Infinity War Part 1 and 2. And we, they yeah. showed us, like, the trailer to, um, the, the movie first than anybody else. So I was there for that and you got to, oh, you lucky speak. son
1: of a bitch. Man, it,
0: it, honestly, like, that line, cause it's the infamous, it's very, very infamous now. It's called Hall H at Comic Con. Yeah. It, is where, uh, is where Marvel sets up shop. And that line, you are got to be there all day just to make sure you have a decent seat. So I, I'm very jealous of everybody that's going to go and see that because I'm pretty sure they're going to be just rewarded with a bunch of cool new things that we're never going to see. So I, I'm excited to see what they got to bring.
1: Oh, it's... So, so am I. Like, I'm just... You know, a lot of people have been saying, you know, people saying, oh, you know, Phase 4, it has no direction. You know, Marvel's dead after Endgame and all this. I'm like... No, I'm like you're trying to tell me that you believe that still headed by Kevin Feige, the fact that there's no plan right now and uh, <laughs> he's just spitballing everything to the wall. I'm like, you're you're an effing idiot, and you don't have patience. I'm like, as soon as he Kevin Feige announces everything, everyone's gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I knew this was gonna head in this direction. Oh my god, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, I, I, I called it." I'm like it's funny because like yeah, I don't know why they think that the mastermind behind all of this is just going in it blind like come on now like there's definitely structure at all of these things but yeah, yeah. we'll see i'm excited
1: no oh, i honestly can't wait and um i can't wait for yeah can't wait for a thor 4 which is you know only just two weeks mm-hmm. you know we've um, you got your tickets for that yeah, yeah so, for two have you got your tickets for
0: that? <laughs> so we do we have our tickets for that we're, we're ready to go uh, we hope to make an, uh, like, a, like a first impressions video for all of you after we see the movie, um, so we are excited for that. Um, but yeah, how about you? Are you? you got your tickets ready?
1: Yeah, I'm, I got my tickets. I'm the lucky guy that gets my tickets for everybody, so there's usually like five of us that go to the movies uh-huh. and see all these, um, so I'm the lucky one who gets all the tickets. And I, as soon as they become available, I buy them straight away because I want the good seats, you know i i live about um about 30 minutes away from majority of my friends okay. and and i drive out to them because there's a better theater near, near them than near close to me so i'll drive that way just to have the nice comfy seat you know that <laughs> rolls out and everything and the mm. fact that you, you can drink during the movie is fantastic oh,
0: that's, that's
1: nice <laughs> um, so, so
0: I'm, I'm curious oh where do you want to, where do you see your future with uh, Lights, Camera, Ramp? Where, where do you want to go? Oh.
1: With this? oh, sky's the limit. Um, no, so my thing is that uh, I would love to do more video episodes. Um, that's something I would I would love to bring out. So, Thought for and my review and Black Panther review will both be a video podcast episode. Okay. Um, I would love to do that a whole lot more uh, and bring. Yeah, bring that more every episode, just having the time to do it. Uh, uh, add more to the merch store, uh, add more to that. Um, and also, want obviously, have more guests like yourselves. That is the big plan, probably number one above everything else. And then uh, I've been looking to try and do some Instagram live stuff, you know, try and dab- dabble into that as well. Because um, I just recently just bought a new mic, that was the big upgrade. Oh, that's. Uh, is- Thought that was well overdue from a fifty dollar mic to, to a two hundred dollar <laughs> mic. Um, hopefully that's conveyed very well. However, I did record my last my episode last week, and I didn't realise, but I was actually a little bit quiet. I'm thinking, why am I so quiet? Like I had the mic set up and everything, yet I didn't realise that on the mic has a like a podcast setting, and oh. the, the front logo of the mic has to be facing you. So the logo can't be like just facing in any direction and has to physically be facing you. I was like, oh,
0: be yeah, wild. there's a lot going on when you buy new equipment that you got to tweak first. That's right. Yeah. And I thought, oh, no, I thought this all sounded good. And then
1: my mates was like, oh, you're a little bit quiet. I'm like, oh, that'd be why. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, you know, probably the most thing is to have more guests like yourselves and then bring out more video podcasts. Um, how about yourself? Where do you guys see yourselves headed? Yeah,
0: so um, we definitely started this as as just um, our main goal was to one day work for Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, we we would love love to, Woo! yeah. We want to one day hopefully see if we can build enough uh, credit to be a reviewer for them. But as of right now, again, like we love talking to people like you. We love having guests like you on. We want to work more on collaborations. I know we just did a collaboration with a uh, movie stick um, on Instagram. With the haunting of Hill House review, and we want to keep doing that a lot more. Awesome! So if, yeah, so if, if someone like yourself or someone or anyone else wants to come on board, send us a message and want to do a collaboration, a dual review of a favorite movie or a show, uh, we're more than happy to do that. It's it, it's kind of what is what it means to be part of this community. Is just make these friends, um, like like we mentioned earlier, like Nerd Dose podcast, amazing people over there. So we hope to get those guys on board and. And keep going like that. I love, I love the collaboration amongst this community.
1: Uh, same why, Like, just talking to you all, guys, is just fantastic. And I I can't wait for, you know, where to do an episode with all three of us. Uh, right now, we do. I do have an episode lined line up in a couple of weeks to do with the Nerd Dose podcast. So they're going to come on the show again. Um, and I got uh, a couple of other ones lined up just trying to get the timing-wise But, uh, you know, sky's the limit for you guys, and I can't wait to see more guests to come on your show and see you guys, you know, obviously collaborate and everything. Um, You guys should definitely dabble in doing a
0: video episode. (laughs) So, it's funny, because we've been talking about that a lot, and the one thing that comes up is, like, are we ready to dox ourselves? Like, are we ready to, like, (laughs) show the world? So, so, so. We're we're creeping up on that on that milestone, but I think yeah, we will eventually start doing uh, video episodes as well.
1: Yeah, I, I I look forward to it. Like I um, and I just record like I just still record everything off my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing is the only big difference is like I can't look at my notes as much when That's I try right. to do my <laughs> video episode. I was like, oh, I have to really remember all this. I can't, I can't keep looking down.
0: That's right. I can't
1: keep looking down to do it. Um. But no, like, I, you know, honestly, as I tell the nerdos guys as well, like, sky's the limit, you know, you guys bring out solid content, you guys go in depth, um, and, you know, this community that we're building, everyone that we talk to, you know, and everyone wants to just jump on and, you know, have a good discussion, you know, and it's also, honestly, when people reply to your stories, like, you guys do the box office numbers as well, um, yeah. which is good to see, you know, what's up, what's down. Light year is down. Light year is very down.
0: <laughs> very down. <laughs>
1: um, but, uh, yeah, what are, uh, you know, um, so are you doing, guys, like, because you guys are coming to the end to your original lineup, would that be considered your season one? Like, are you doing seasonal?
0: We are. So that's an interesting point that you mentioned. So we are dabbling in the idea of doing seasons because we did finish up our first. Uh, April, May, June. I first had two, uh, three months of uh, of our schedule. So we we are thinking it's time for a season two, um, but what that entails, eh, we that's yet to come. We're still dabbling with ideas, but we're we're happy with where we're going. And yeah, I, 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 we mentioned we want to bring you on, so we'll work with you to find a, t- a time and a day that works best. What about you? Are you going to start working seasonally? I mean, look at that—it's almost sixty episodes in. Uh,
1: yeah. uh no, like I I've seen like obviously with you know Anchor and everything, you can see the season thing. Um, and you know when I when I started this, I was like, oh no, I can pump out an episode every Tuesday. uh I could I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but no, I like I at this stage I'm just looking at uh, I can still make the time with everything going on, so I can still pump out an episode. I think if uh, you know, if I ever do ever decide to have a kid or something, I probably will dabble. And I'll like I'll have to go seasonal. You know, if, like yeah, you know, this is having a, I don't have the time all the time, so I'll have to break it up. Um, but uh you know I'm looking at it and like you know it's. Just ways to expand, you know, do more into YouTube as well. You know, there's other platforms, but uh, seasonal is probably when I have to have a kid.
0: <laughs> uh, that makes sense. You're gonna need to make the time for that. But uh, uh, let everyone know. Uh, what are you gonna be talking about in your next episode? Uh, next week's episode will be
1: a video episode for Thor four, actually. Yeah. No. Mm, okay. Hang on, what's today today? Oh no, that'll be yeah. So next week will be. I thought, hang on, what's the date today? Actually, no, sorry. We are a normal episode. <laughs> uh, Noble episode, probably still talking about the boys. Actually, that's what we were talking about. The boys and uh, Miss Marvel, because it will be the season finale of the boys. So that's going to be. Have you ever seen that
0: show? Oh my God, like, I just binged it like last weekend. It's such a good show. <laughs> how, oh, how good is it? So hold on, first of all, I've now seen the most recent episode that came out last night or okay.
1: on Friday, so, but everything else up until the episode 6 of season 3, oh, so fantastic, I love it. Oh, uh, and the thing is, like, I had never seen it, and then last year in the pandemic, uh, or last year last year in lockdown, uh, Mark from Mark My Words, he's like, have you ever seen this show? I was like, oh, no, like, I don't have Amazon Prime, he's like, dude, you need to get it, you absolutely love it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll put it on the list, put it on the list of, like, <laughs> Read out things to watch. So I was like, all right, I'll put this on. And I think I texted him in after like the first 20 minutes going, oh, you're, you're right. You are you're so right. This is just so good. And the acting, the writing, it doesn't matter if it's really gory.
0: It's just such a good show. In every single aspect, it really is. And, and I, I can't stress it enough anyone who's not seen this show. Please hop on there. If they, it costs you an Amazon membership, which I'm pretty sure you already have. So give it a chance. You, you, you won't regret it.
1: Not at all. Especially you know, the fact that we're coming to the season finale. They've also announced the fact they're going to do season four. It's, it's just a fantastic show. And that's the thing. Like I said, my last episode was the fact that you know, right now I'm reviewing Miss Marvel, Kenobi, and the Boys, and I have to admit, like I'm a big Marvel and a big, um, you know, Star Wars fan. Yet I'm more excited for the next episode of the Boys than I am for Kenobi and Miss Marvel. But I
0: don't know. I with Kenobi. There was a lot going on behind the scenes that I feel kind of shaved off any more great things that we could have witnessed. But with Miss Marvel, it's, i have not. I've not started that and not for any any other reason except laziness. <laughs> so, I should probably start that cuz I hear good things out
1: of that. It's it's a it's a good show. Uh it's aesthetically pleasing. It's definitely in the vibe of Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Um, extension of that. Um so I th- you obviously being a massive, massive Marvel fan, you will enjoy it. It's just like for me it's just like going to watch Miss Marvel or you are going to watch the next episode of The Boys
0: about no, the boys 100% <laughs>
1: yeah you know and the fact that the boys you only get you know you only get those six episodes and then you know it's next year it's straight away that's it
0: so uh, um, about your whole podcast in general now are you gonna end up bringing like a more permanent um guests on your show like someone more, uh, other than just you or, or are you having fun just being yourself
1: uh i i enjoy being myself (laughs) yeah that's good that's good no um no the very you know the very start i did think about having a co-host at the time Mm -hmm. um but then it was it turned into like i don't have someone that will want to join me week by week for this and then it was like the timing wise in my head was like you know if i just do it on my own accord then i it would be a lot easier to pump out an episode Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to, you know, I would love to have someone like recurring for like every third episode or something like that. I think that would be a lot of, ha- lot of fun. Um, but you know, I, I, my mate Mark, he's been on like most episodes of my podcast. He, I love having them on. And you know, if I can really ramp up having more guests, you know, obviously, you know, you'll probably hear me talk for probably a couple and then you'll be like guest, guest, guest as well. Um, so yeah so yeah originally there was the thought to have a co-host but junior timing wise it was like nah i can do this on my own and i appreciate everyone who sits through 60 minutes of me ranting
0: (laughs) (laughs) no because everything that you're doing is amazing so uh, good for you keep it up and we're honestly looking forward to see how far you go because if we can all get to the you know as far as possible together then then we did a good thing We, 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 we had fun
1: that's exactly uh, exactly right, and I look forward to when you guys have more guests. So, like, are you um, like, going to look you to do, like, more episodes, like, during, like, your current schedule, like, bonus episodes? Uh,
0: so, we are trying to do that. You're right. So, that is an idea that we have. We want to make more content for all of our people, um, especially a lot more Instagram reels, because we feel like that is much more easier for us to edit, push out. And at the same time, you know, give you guys something to, to watch. But as far as like a podcast episode, we're kind of content with what, what we do once a week and everything else that you want to see extra. You can always go over to our Instagram for our Tickets for Two Instagram handle um, and you see what we got going on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: You can, uh, and you can see it's so good. And like, I think the Instagram reels are almost like becoming more popular than TikTok.
0: Interestingly you know, enough, that's what we're noticing too, yeah.
1: You know, and I had someone the other day tell me, he's like, oh, I go through Instagram Reels over TikTok, and I was like, what? <laughs> I, I go through, like, I never think to I never think to go through uh, Instagram Reels to, you know, just for five minutes.
0: and man, the things that you find on there is actually pretty interesting. So, yeah, I definitely think that Instagram Reels is the way to go, and that's the route that we're going to right now.
1: Oh, well that's that's really good here. and guys, if you haven't already, definitely go follow tickets for two their content. their branding is fantastic, you know, and everything that you guys can tell is all you know obviously all you know even from afar scrolling through, you guys can tell it straight you guys straight away.
0: Thank you, man. I really do appreciate that we we definitely worked hard to figure out like what we wanted our brand to be and our little signature look. so thank you very much for noticing that we we, we appreciate that.
1: <laughs> no that's all right um because you know it, when you when you look at all this brand stuff you think oh you know, i'd love to dabble in that i'd love to do this you know i want to do this and then it all comes down to timing wise um and just yeah just having the time to do it to do it all and then obviously making sure to keep on updating and you know, like content wise and then also trying to re- respond to all you lovely listeners everyone, <laughs> who, com- everyone who comments
0: yeah we're starting to we're starting to freak out a bit we're like we're getting like messages and we're like okay we gotta be on top of it now but we never prepared for all of this so we're, <laughs> we're, we're trying to figure out like what we can do to find a better way to do it but yeah this is great we're enjoying it and uh, we really do appreciate you know our friendship that we have with you and we hope to keep it up yeah, well. right
1: yeah um well andrew i was like i think you've
0: answered all all our questions like do you have any more questions other, other than when you're available to come onto our show, I think uh, we answered everything. But let me let us know, <laughs> yeah. send us a message if you're free in, in the next month or what your schedule looks like, and we'll definitely bring you on because we have a lot to talk about. Oh yeah, we do. Oh,
1: you know, just about Batman and yeah, you know, Arkham 9 games and everything like that. Yeah, uh, not to mention if we you know, a couple of obviously if we go do another episode in a couple of months, Thor four will already be out as well, so that will be a new conversation topic. Uh, and and they'll obviously lead lean into, you know, the next half of the rest of the half of the year, like Adam, I think is in October or whenever that is. Um, but no, I'll definitely, anyone else who's listening to this, honestly, message us, please. Like we'd love to have you on the show or either show, either way, you know, it means the world to us, especially creating that conversation and hearing other people's opinions. Um, and just having a good old discussion, either way it's discussion or if you're rating <laughs>
0: we, we rented a lot today. So yeah, definitely if yeah. anyone's curious anyone's listening Hop, you can always send us a message hop on over and we'd love to just get to know everybody and not, like, like you mentioned have Everyone's opinions on our show and we accept it all. So it makes for good content good conversation and we're ready for it
1: Yes, it does. Uh, so again thank you so much Andrew for being on this episode I really appreciate it. I think we covered so much it was such a good uh, just a good conversation and I hope everyone who was listening really enjoyed it um, I will also put all the links for tickets for two into the bio and everything so you guys can jump straight over to them um, and check out their content because uh, I said it's fantastic and any last words Andrew
0: Thank you very much, Lee. I really do appreciate this opportunity and this chance to speak with you. We've been DM- DMing each other for a while. So to finally get this opportunity, uh, I had a great time with you. I had a great time speaking with you and learning about everything. I'm still surprised that you know so much about Forrest Gump, and that's still going to be <laughs> that's gonna be burned in my head forever. Like, wow, this guy gets it. <laughs> yeah. But, again, thank you very much, yeah. everybody, for uh, letting me come on your show, and I had a great time.
1: I'm glad to hear. I hope to speak to you soon. I hope that, obviously, you know, Jumping you on this episode, and I'll see you on your show. And, guys, until next time, happy ranting. Thanks for listening
0: to Lights, Camera, Rant. If you like the show, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review, and be sure to tell your friends. Until next time, happy ranting.